this show is very explicit. So if you're under the age of, I guess, 13, really, in America, or 12 in some countries, and I will actually really, if you're under the age of 18, you probably still should not listen to this show. But legally, it's fine. Also, uh, share. Do share this show. And try to share it with a mature audience. Thank you. You were listening to Sass. Starseeds, Angels, Savant Syndrome. With your host, The Mystic Man. And there are many mystic men who title themselves Mystic Man, and there's even a THE Mystic Man as well other than me, I recently found out before there wasn't, I swear I was the first, well, at least that I could find anywhere online, of course I checked that shit, but now there's a show, and it looks pretty cool. Of course, I'm not going to watch it because I don't watch TV ever. I barely watch movies ever or any shows ever. And I'm not, I'm not hating on it at all. You know, I used to. I just, I'm a very busy guy. And I have different priorities. One of them is you. That's right. One of the reasons why I do what I do is you. And what do I do? Well, I research, I fact check, and I find out what is true about our world and what is false. And it's very, very tough thing to talk about, as one of my mentors told me. Anytime you talk about truth, it's very subjective, isn't it? Yet, at the same time, false is not subjective. No, 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 not at all. It does seem like such a paradox, doesn't it? Well, I believe it's because truth really isn't subjective. I believe it's very practical. And I believe it's only semantics that get in the way. Oh, and uh, a horde of logical fallacies. Yes, I am a North Node Aries in astrology in my natal chart which is what Freud and Carl Jung had. North Node Aries. It's a tough thing to be very peculiarly, weirdly interested in the ways of the mind and how the mind works. Today, we're going to talk about denial, psychological denial. One of my favorites. 
I write about it all the time. You can see my publishings in the publication A Philosopher's Stone and in the Adastrian and on my websites or anywhere really if you just seek you shall find but today or tonight or maybe tomorrow for me but today for you we will specifically be talking about the current events of psychological denial happening mainstream oh yeah turns out a lot has been believed to be true about certain scientific elements specifically yet false while the truth is being well it's being undermined and gaslighted unfortunately and weirdly oddly enough it's actually the doctors and the scientists that are kind of coming out um, pretty much almost all around like in a huge huge way uh, there's a vast amount of doctors and scientists all saying no to the media and the media is pushing an agenda this is a very tough topic that's right because well you know even Facebook just yesterday put out a claim actually they've been doing it non-stop they've been talking about um they've been making further advancements towards whatever kind of agenda you want to put it as um, I won't go too deep there but I will state that it is not good and it is not for the communication an open communication of free speech being valued from its own freedom of all of us as individuals having a ethical, moral, and responsible awareness and respect to. And we do need all of those things when it comes to journalism. And we are journalists, aren't we? That's right. As you publish online, you are publishing. As you post your Facebook post, that is publishing. And it is your copyright. And you do have a right to it. Amen. That's right. If somebody copy-pastes your words from your post and publishes it, and makes money off of it, you could sue. But that is the thing. They, they, it would have to be a... Um, I believe it would have to be a commercial thing. You know, so they would have to be making money off of it. I believe. I might be wrong. But, I mean, you know, nowadays everybody's just doing that. You know, copy-pasting everything. You know, technically, every time you pull up any website... The browser on your phone is copying it. That's what a copyright is for. 
especially online. It's very important online because everything that's viewed on a browser is being pulled. The the coding is being pulled up onto the screen and it is copied. It is a copy. You are copying <laughs> that work. And yeah. And you have a right to it as they're publishing it. But you can also copy left if you did not know. And I have been doing my best works copy left, which means I give more rights to the people. But I still retain some. I like to use the copy left CC by SA or CCBY SA. Share, share alike. That means that you can use my work for whatever as long as you A copy it correctly. Don't re you know rework it to say things that I didn't say. <laughs> uh, B gives proper citation to me and link back to the original piece. And see, say hi, let me know. I'd like to know when my work is used. That'd be great. But you can make money off it if you want. I write a lot. I write a good amount. And if you see it stating CCBYSA on that work, then it is your right. You can publish it. You can put it in a book, whatever. Go for it. Make money off of it. And see what that does is it brings me in people um, following me, you know. Artists do this all the time with music, actually. They do covers for songs, and then they just don't market it for money. They market it for fans. It's a genius idea, isn't it? I think it's great. It's a great way that we can make money off of unbiased research while talking and writing about something that is very, very much being shunned and swept under the table. That is the virus topic, which we shall be getting on today. Thank you for joining.
And now, for your listening pleasure, I'm going to bestow upon you a piece that was given in a presentation by Dr. Thomas Cowan. That's C-O-W-A-N. But, unfortunately, CBC hated on him. YouTube hated on him. Google hated on him. All of the regime hated on him. And they took his videos down. Luckily, I saved it because I saw it coming. You see, he was very brave. Very brave man. He spoke the truth historically, scientifically. And unfortunately, the truth was specifically something that made fools of a lot of people. Unfortunately, even us, even me. See, we might think that we know a truth. We might think that we know the truth. But if there's a truth below ours, more of a foundation as the foundation beneath ours that we deny, that we deny existing, then we don't know our own foundations. And we don't have foundation known, do we? So, that said, always do unbiased research. I do not specifically um, follow the beliefs of Dr. Cowan, but I do listen. And I do unbiased research, especially when it has to do with the lives of humanity. Very important. You don't play the troll game when lives are involved, especially at this scale. That would make you guilty to crimes against humanity. We very well can protect ourselves from multiple angles if they're all known, if they're all looked at. But we won't be able to if they're shunned, would we? By default, no matter what the argument, if there is one had, it must be looked at unbiasedly, heard with open mind and open ear so that way we could find truth within. You do not shun, blacklist, cold shoulder, Troll in these circumstances where lives are involved. 
especially at this scale. This is a fact-checking review, and I've been on a hunt for the truth. I've read many scientific reviews. I've read many documentations. I've read many scientific peer-reviewed publications. And even joined one and will be writing my own on this thesis, specifically the psychological aspect of it. But nonetheless, it does cover over the immense and horrible, horrible volume of gaslighting going on. It's really, really dangerous at this level, specifically. A lot of people, a lot of companies are undermining a lot of good evidence, a lot of really more logical thesis, a thesis which sort of um, actually undermines the 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 falsehood really actually in the logic that has you know and um it gets pretty hardcore <laughs> but I love it I love it because it makes sense it makes more sense even than what I had formerly believed it's Falcom's razor, really, and it really makes fools out of all of us, if you uh, care to dig in. So without further ado, I give you Dr. Cowan. I have 10 minutes, I wasn't sure I was going to get to this stage, but I can't help but say something about this whole coronavirus thing if you want me to. Yes. So, again, when you know Steiner, you have the answers to the test, but you have to then figure out the details. In 1918, after the um, uh, huge, biggest pandemic, the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, Steiner was asked, what was this all about? And he said, well, viruses are simply excretions of a toxic cell. Viruses are pieces of DNA or RNA with a few other proteins. They butt out from the cell. They happen when the cell is poisoned. They are not the cause of anything. And the first way I would encourage you to think about this is if you are a famous dolphin doctor, right? and you had been studying dolphins in the Arctic Circle for hundreds of years, or at least a long time, and the dolphins were fine. And then they call you up, Fred, all the dolphins, or a lot of the dolphins are dying in the Arctic Circle, can you come and investigate? Right? And you have one question to ask. So, show of hands, how many of you would say, 
I want to investigate a dolphin to see the genetic makeup of that dolphin. Nobody, because that's stupid. <laughs> How many of you would say, I want to see if this dolphin and that dolphin has a virus because it might be contagious and that's why all these dolphins are getting sick? That fellow. How many of you would say, excuse my French here, somebody put some shit in the water here? <laughs> like Exxon Valdez? Anybody? Everybody. Because that's what happened. And the cells get poisoned. They try to purify themselves by excreting debris, which we call viruses. If you, if you go to the current theory of viruses called exosomes in the latest head of the NIH giving a talk on the complexity of viruses, you will see this is perfectly in line with the current thinking on what a virus really is. I had a dramatic example of this when I was growing up. Out, right outside our house, there was a wetlands. And they were full of frogs, and the frogs kept me up at night, so I taped the windows, and they were, in the spring, it was, they made a big racket. And then over time, the frogs were all gone. How many thinks the, virus, the frogs had a genetic disease? How many thinks the, vi the frogs had a virus? How many think somebody put DDT into the water? That's what happened. Diseases are poisoning. It's one of the reasons why vaccines... So, let me skip that for a minute. So what happened in 1918? There was a huge... In every, every pandemic in the last 150 years, there was an, a quantum leap in the electrification of the Earth. In 1918, late, uh, late fall of 1917, there was the introduction of radio waves around the world. Whenever you expose any biological system to a new electromagnetic field, you poison it, you kill some, and the rest go into a kind of suspended animation so that, interestingly, they live a little bit longer and sicker and then starts in World War II with the next pandemic with the introduction of radar equipment all over the Earth, blanketing the entire Earth in radar fields. First time humans have ever been exposed to that. In 1968, there was the Hong Kong flu, and it was the first time the Earth has a protective layer in the Van Allen belt, which essentially integrates the cosmic uh, fields from the sun and the earth, from the moon and Jupiter, etc., integrates that and essentially distributes that to the living beings of the earth. And we put satellites emitting radioactive frequencies in the Van Allen belt. Within six months, we had a new viral pandemic. Why viral? Because the people are poisoned, they excrete toxins, they look like viruses. People think it's, an, it's a flu epidemic. In the 1918 the, uh, epidemic, the Boston Health Department decided to investigate the contagiousness of this. So they, believe it or not, took hundreds of people with the flu and they sucked the snot out of their nose and injected it into the healthy people who didn't have the flu. And not one time could they make the next person sick. They did this over and over again and they were not able to demonstrate contagion. 
They even did it with horses who apparently got the Spanish flu, and they put bags over their head, and the horses sneezed in the bag, and they put the bag over the next horse, and not one horse got sick. You can read about this in a book called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg, who chronicles all the steps in the electrification of the earth and how within six months there was a new flu pandemic all over the world. And when you, invest, when you hear the normal uh, explanations, how did it go from Kansas to South Africa in two weeks so the entire world got the symptoms at the same time in spite of the fact that the mode of transportation was horseback and boats and there's no explanation for it. They just say, we don't know how that happened. But when you think about it, with these radio waves and other frequencies that some of you have in your pocket and on your wrist, you can send a signal to Japan and it arrives instantaneously. So any of you who don't believe there is an electromagnetic field that communicates globally within seconds just is not paying attention to this. And I will only finish by pointing out that there has been a dramatic and quantum leap in the last six months with the electrification of the Earth. And I'm sure a lot of you know what that is. It's called 5G, where there now have 20,000 radiation-emitting satellites, just like the radiation-emitting thing in your pocket and on your wrist and that you use all the time. That is not compatible with health. I'm sorry to say it, it's not compatible with health. That is a water destructuring device. And for any of you who say, yeah, well, well, we're not electrical beings, we're just physical matter, then don't bother doing an EKG or an EEG or a nerve conduction test because we are electrical beings and the chemicals are only the byproduct of those electrical impulses. And I'll finish with anybody want to make one guess as to where the first completely blanketed 5G city in the world was. Exactly. So when you start thinking about this, we are in an existential crisis here, folks, the likes of which humankind has never seen. And I don't want to go all Old Testament prophet on you. Uh, but this is something that is unprecedented. The, the putting of 100,000 satellites in the very blanket of the Earth. And by the way, as I was going to say earlier, this actually has something to do with the vaccine question. And this got brought home to me because about a year ago or so, I had a patient who came in who was totally fine, a surfer and all, and then he broke his... He works as an electrician putting in Wi-Fi systems for very wealthy people. Electricians have a very high mortality rate, but he was fine. And then he breaks his arm and he gets a metal plate put in his arm. Three months later, he couldn't get out of bed and was total, you know, heart irregularities, just total collapse. The susceptibility has to do with how much metal you have in your body as well as the quality of the water in your cells. So if you start injecting aluminum in people, they become receptors for absorbing increased electromagnetic fields, and that is a perfect storm for the kind of deterioration of 
the species, which is what we're now experiencing. And I'm just going to finish with one more thing, which I like to, is a quote from Rudolf Steiner. And by the way, this was around 1917. So it was a different time. In times when there were no electrical currents, when the air was not swarming with electrical influ influences, we're talking 1917, it was easier to be human. For this reason, in order to be human at all today, it is necessary to expend much stronger spiritual capacities than was necessary a century ago. So I'll just leave you with whatever you can do to increase your spiritual capacities because it's really damn hard to be a human being these days. So thanks for listening. Well, well, that was hardcore, wasn't it? I hope you took notes. Bookmark this link. Save it for later. Show it to your friends. And definitely research. Do unbiased research into the topic. And then you will see much more in the world than you saw before. Like, for instance, I came across an article, a page, a web page on the World Health Organization's website. And I am doing a fact check to the myth busters that claim to bust the myths, but do not. In fact, look that up. Look at the World Health Organization and just type in myth busters. And guess what? You will come up across a page with a bunch of images. Now, I'm not asking for anybody to take any side or have any specific perspective, but I would challenge you to find more logical fallacies in their claimed arguments than I will. If you do, I will award you with one more divide. Contact me with your written article on it. You can email me by emailing contact at kapuhuna.com or you can message me through the link in the show description. And if you find more logical fallacies on their webpage than I find, then you definitely deserve an award. Because I found a lot. Enough to brag about. Enough to laugh about. And yet it's not funny, is it? No, no, no. Logical fallacies. And informal fallacies. Are what make a courtroom. That's what we have our laws won over by lawyers dissecting 
and debating over the fallacies of the arguments of another. And I've found a lot of fallacies. If you don't know the informal fallacies and the logical fallacies, pull it up on Wikipedia. They've got a great list. Study them. And I suggest we all study it well. In this age of information, fact-checking has become very important indeed. In fact, now, lives depend on it. I also ask maybe that uh, we should all look up the five principles of ethical journalism. Definitely. Thank you for joining and thank you for listening. I've got an article to write. You're listening to SASS, Starseeds, Angels, Savant Syndrome, with your host, The Mystic Man. Uomao Peel Ukraina Ikapono O Humanity. Ah, romantic love. Beautiful and intoxicating. Heartbreaking and soul crushing. Often all at the same time. Why do we